0: Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about rugby league, the M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that.
1: You know, it's it man's actually it's hard carrying two of you and it is one. But
0: mm. it sounded say. like you were struggling last week. I was. No, no, just the pod in general. All
2: oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: It's not very nice, is it? It's not, is it? At
2: least I did the point. Yeah, we kept it going.
1: Yeah, he's he's, uh, to infinity and beyond. No, he's M62 and beyond. It's well (laughs) better than yours. Right. I'm just saying. Anyway, what have you been up to?
0: Not a lot, really. Work. Rugby league. Just life.
1: I had a bit of tennis, and I do have to say hello uh, to Ben, who I played on Sunday um he did beat me i was given about 15 years away and he was better than me any more excuses not really no Oh, set to was playing for york but he's from hull and a big old fc fan so good evening ben hello <laughs>
3: hello <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we had a good chat about rugby league so tennis didn't matter in the end good so it was all right good so hello to ben uh who's one of our latest followers after that bro so there you go. Just thought I'd mention it. And
0: um,
1: <clears throat> should we get on to rugby league? No. Unless there's
0: anything else? No? Bobby did an escape room today. Oh, did he? Yeah. Escapes, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> oh. I actually did and they just let me out. I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: you couldn't get out?
2: <laughs> no, I was about two padlocks away from completing the room, but only they had just three. let me out. <laughs> There was a there was five actually. And you were still two down? No, there was about six there was about seven or eight to be fair. You said there was five. I was lying.
1: <laughs> a bit
2: like Mofar.
1: No anger we're gonna
3: Anyway.
1: What else?
2: Anything else Was that it? Well, Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon. He did. he's the boy, isn't
0: he? Yeah, I like Novak. He's great, and he kind of wanted Curious to him but I like Novak. Yeah, no,
2: it's a bit of a fight for your love, was not it? You, you look, you look, you like two favorite both. players, yeah. 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 Find it out for who you, who you like better. Yeah,
1: but I think ultimately I wanted uh, Novak to win. Yeah. So, Fair enough. That was, was good. And United are back pre-season friendly today against yeah. Liverpool four nil. Take that.
0: Give them the league title now Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, England uh, had the first ODI against uh, India today. Did you see that? No, I didn't. No, oh, I've not right. seen.
1: That. I've not kept up with the score on that one. I know the uh, women's football team won eight 0 last night.
0: That seems a... well. Let me finish my cricket story. Sorry. Well, England batted first, and they were 110 all out. It's a 50 over game as well, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Oh dear. And
0: then, uh, well, well. Not a spoiler alert, but India won. They were 114 for none. <laughs> so it was close then? Yeah, it was tough, tough, uh, tough bit, close getting that. would be a bit good if you had tickets for that. I was thinking it? that. Yeah. I was thinking that. Oh well. Rugby league? Yeah, why not? Okay. Got- There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds. And great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Sorry, I cut you off there. What were you saying? Well, I just... uh... There's so much to love about rugby.
1: (laughs) I was just about to start with an absolute rugby league bombshell. Okay. Um, Jax O'Neill has quit Love Island.
0: All right. That's it. Whoa. I was struggling to know how we'd get on with the pod after that news. I wish, yeah, I wish you'd have saved it till after, because that's just going to be on my mind constantly now. Well, it's been in my mind all day. Never watched it, but I just just read it. Disappointing. He's a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> he quit
1: Castleford, and now he's quit Love Island. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. Right. <clears throat> So, uh, Magic Weekend, yeah, we, we're gonna uh, we're gonna come on to some stuff on that tonight, aren't we? We're gonna have a yeah, a little a l- bit later on, a yeah. little bit of thought about uh, is it still magic? Mm. And uh, we've got the review, we've got stats, we've got the prediction league, and the NRL, and but with the main discussion is around the concept of magic and does it does it still work?
0: Yeah, yeah. So. There's been a few. Uh, mm. Different opinions online, aren't there? Mm. A lot of for and against, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we'll give our uh we'll give our uh, two penneth worth after, won't we? Mm. Um, we'll and uh, we'll see what we'll see what we come up with.
0: Yeah. Uh in terms of this this magic weekend, I actually thought it was one of the the best magic weekends that we've had in a long time in terms of the, the, the games that we saw.
1: High scoring.
0: Yeah. Um I I actually think that every single game was brilliant. Mm. Yeah,
1: competitive. Yeah. Um, A lot of them were close. Um, There was ups and downs in most of the games. Mm. So, yeah, no, I I agree. Um, Shall we have a look at the the individual games? Yeah. Where do you want to start,
2: Bobby? Let's go in order. Let's start with the first game of Magic Weekend, which was, as we described it last week, a real four-pointer. Wakefield and Toulouse. Wakefield 26, Toulouse 38.
0: Yeah, uh, Lino injured in the uh, warm-up, had to pull out, didn't he? I heard uh, when I was watching the Super League show, I actually didn't see the entirety of this match. Uh, But, you know, Wakefield... Go 20 points to four up, don't they? Mm. Um, and looking really good uh, after a, a last-minute reshuffle. Um, and then just implode in the second half. David Verthea gets Simbind pretty much right on half-time, doesn't he?
1: What did you make of that? Because he was obviously going for six again, which, mm. which, and then the hooter sounded, didn't he? And the referee wasn't best pleased and uh, said, no, you can have ten for that.
0: No, it was, it was a bit of a funny one, wasn't it? Um, or to me, it seemed a bit of a funny one. Like I say, I missed the start of this game. So whether it was a um, a constant issue for the referee during the, that first half, I'm not sure. Because if it was and you just sort of have enough, it's, you know, team warning type thing, right, next one's in the bin. You know, that sort
2: of... Mm. Well, from, what, from the, the highlights I saw, I don't know if it was different on the Super League show, but from what I saw, the referee actually called six again. Yeah. And then he failed to move. He kept yeah. holding him down after the yeah. six again. So I think maybe once you've called six again and he's still refusing to move, that's when he's right, you know what, go. Well,
0: well, phone. that's it, innit? And the, is that part of the problem with six again? Because players think they can carry on getting away with it. And he's, well, he's gives six again, so I can have a couple more seconds here. What's he going to do? Just give six again, again.
3: Yeah. Mm. Do
1: you think if you polled all the fans, they'd want to keep it? No. No, I don't. I think
0: know. if you polled the players, they'd want to get rid of and it. The coaches as well. and everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, a stupid rule. Um or the way it's used at the minute is a stupid rule. Exploited. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, massively exploited. I mean, how many times do you see them put a kick in and then on the first tackle if if they've got the opposition on their own line, they just hold down while they get their line set Because it's like, well actually we're we're fit enough to do a seven-tackle set. Don't have six again
1: in your own half.
0: No. And there's
1: an argument to say don't have six again in the in fact at all because there's times when you think, well, actually, two points would be better for us than a than a than another set.
0: Well, we saw it, we've seen it a couple of times. Was the one in the NRL a couple of weeks ago? Was it the Raiders and the Dragons or something? Oh, at the end. You were blowing up about it, weren't you? It was ridiculous. But again, like, penalty, that sort of situation... Takes it to golden point. Should it just be between the forties, each forties? So once you get past the forty and before the opposition forty,
1: even the thirties would be
0: useful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But there needs
0: to be something done
1: with it because I think it's spoiling the game overall.
0: Oh yeah, it is. Uh, but anyway, he gets simbinned, don't you? And then and then Butler, the,
1: the, Bob Butler gets simbinned as well.
0: Yeah. Um, and Toulouse score eighteen points while. Well, they are down to twelve in the opening, um, however many minutes I didn't write it down well, in the I think second it was half. About
2: six minutes.
1: Well, they had they scored twenty eight points while Fafita and Butler were were off. For, yeah. to like sixty minutes. It was twenty eight nil in twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, it's unbelievable.
0: It was, um, yeah, they just they went down to to twelve, didn't they? And I know I know the teams struggle obviously when they go down to twelve, but. They conceded a lot of points, didn't they?
1: I think as well, particularly in the heat as well,
0: which is why you see more points this weekend, mm. which you always
1: do when it's hot.
0: Yeah. Mm. The defence is tired. The ground's faster.
1: Yeah, it's better for, you know, for adventurous half-backs because I thought I thought Corey Norman really steered to lose round the park well mm. And, mm. and looked a really shrewd signing, I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Saw a lot of nines throughout the week, make a lot of breaks and stuff as well because of the Tide defence, you know, Liam Hood got to try. Nathan Peets as well got to try in this game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, got to talk Prediction
0: League for a minute. Okay. <laughs> I,
3: it's, I so what, I, it's not
1: funny. It's <laughs> not funny.
0: It's absolutely hilarious. So,
1: I, I pick to lose by six. Mm-hmm. Right? And the 12 twelve or partly. Mm. But then Warrington score. Wakefield. Or sorry, Wakefield score with um what, five in fact, was it one second to go or something? Five seconds to go or something. By yeah. the time they kicked off. Yeah. Of which then Wakefield just like passed the ball to a Toulouse player who dives
2: in <laughs> and cost me a correct score. <laughs> it was that I don't know what was what was worse. The fact that you could you could see that try coming an absolute mile off. I think it was Armitage that's good. He was practically in the Wakefield line when he picked up the ball.
3: Yeah. I
2: don't or, think
0: Wakefield knew what to do with it, whether they did the hot shall we have a go or not? Well, it took too long getting the
2: kick in for a start. Mm. Jacob Miller looked the most unenthusiastic player I've ever seen. <laughs> he sort of stood there like this, like, what should I do now? Yeah, it was a bit slow on it. Very yeah. slow. And, well, they paid. they paid the price. Um then well moving on then we're treated to a uh, an absolute cracker on day 2 uh, sorry day 1 second game um St Helens and Wigan St Helens 20 Wigan 18 Yeah um
0: another another cracking derby I thought early on all the pressure was coming from Saints. Uh, Wigan managed to soak it up and soak it up and get in front. And then did they go, I think they went two tries in front even, didn't they? Was it 10, 12-2? Yeah, 12-2, yeah. Um, after,
2: just after second. Er, yeah, 12-2, 12-all.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And then 20-12. There was some really good... 18-12. Uh, yeah, there? really good. Some really good tries in this game the the Bateman try, which I think was their second with the uh the kick from French yes, which uh that that skill in itself when he's running at full flight like that is pretty impressive um and it sat up nicely for for Bateman uh mm-hmm. the Joe bachelor try Wellsby took it uh to the blind side on the last give it to to bachelor and he managed to rubber it round field and go round him was I thought was excellent. You know Joe Batchelor was immense in this game I and he's not really he's a bit of a unspoke unsung hero, isn't he? I think he's getting that reputation now but uh he's he's been excellent this year and in this game he was he was my man of the match anyway.
1: Mm. Mm. I'd go I don't think it's too much of a compliment to say that he's very uh, Chris Joint like. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see what you saying. A Saint,
1: from a Saints point of view. Yeah. Um, French and Field combined again. Yes. Uh, it just shows you that you can't have a broken line any time that Jay Fields around.
0: No, not at all. You um, get round him, didn't he? A,
1: a kick in which French did really well to pick up and get on the end of.
0: Yeah, I thought when it when it bounced up, I thought he was going to get caught, and then he managed to to gather it and well, literally skipped his way over to the line, didn't he? In mm. the end,
1: and then also. Um, A little bit of controversy. Wigan fans not happy around the red card of Brad Singleton. Mm. Um, And some have gone online saying that it's difficult. Uh, Liam Moore being a a Wigan lad, it's obvious that he doesn't uh, referee Wigan in the same way. I'm not sure I agree with that.
0: No, I'm not sure I buy into that. It's not, And I'm not just saying it with Liam Moore. We've had it before. I think St. Ellen's fans have said it when Steve Ganson used to referee yeah. and Leeds, uh, Leeds fans went to Silverwood. And, I know, it's not the first time we've heard that. I'm not sure I buy into that because I think when you're there and you're doing it and you're in the middle, you're just refereeing the game. You're not, you
1: know. Any, any yeah. complaints about the red card?
0: Uh, a little bit, I think, yeah. I don't think it was a red. I thought it was a yellow. It is a foul. It is a foul. It's not like he's fallen into it and he's wrapped up. He's actually, I think it's just because he has actually gone in with the shoulder like that. It's almost like a shoulder charge movement. I don't think what's helped him is turning side on to the tackle. No, that's if what it, I mean. He's stands he really, straight. Yeah,
1: and even if he hits him on the head, yeah, and he's down straight,
0: it's a yellow or a penalty. It's the real it's, sort of movement with the shoulder yeah. in it. But you know, Sivernen is falling. Um, it's hard to. It's hard to make those decisions as a player in a split second and it to pull out or, you know, if he's already started. It, I, I thought it was probably a yellow. I didn't think it was a red because of the way that Simon is is already falling. He's got three matches, I think, hasn't he? Mm. Which again I thought was quite harsh.
2: Yeah. Uh the only other, the only other point i've got on on this that i've seen uh, another few complaints about from from Wigan fans as well is uh uh the Jack Wellsby try a lot of them are saying it was double movement no,
0: it's not. no it wasn't i think all. i think it's the only <coughs> issue the only momentum, issue i've seen will. yeah the only issue i've seen people say with that one is the way no, it comes the way it out. Come out they think it it's uh, uh, uh McCarthy scars brooks hand i think the uh, I think that's I'm what it, it that, was yeah. it's,
1: it's come out backwards.
0: Yeah, but if it hits McCarthy's Garsbrook's oh, and then, hand... Oh, and then hits somebody else. And then it, it's gone rebounds.
1: forward off LMS. I'm with you, yeah. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I've just seen a few saying it was the, the double movement. But no, I, no, I, I didn't agree with it anyway. Not but, at all, that's ridiculous. And then we're treated to an absolute great ending, aren't we? Um, eight, As you said, 18-12 up with Wigan. Uh, Saints got one back through... Regan Grace, and with two minutes left on the clock, Mm. Joe Batchelor once again produces a a moment of magic. Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, good hands from Wati
0: Twice. Yeah, twice he set the the, the Grace try up as well. Uh, And then good hands to to uh, Batchelor. Um, And then just the sort of vision and the skill to he's got two men on his outside his mm. easy option there is to just give it I think it was Hurrell that was outside Hurrell next anything. to him and then uh, Benison I think was on the other wing wasn't he yeah but to dummy it and then give it back inside to, to Lomax uh, was, was incredible really yeah
1: important for Saints in the league table I think especially well.
0: after losing the week before Catalan. To, to Catalan yeah and a tough
1: game against
0: the, the Giants coming up this week yeah
1: yeah, but that four-point gap could be um, a real cushion now.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, uh, then we finish day one with Leeds and Castleford. Leeds 34, Castleford 20.
1: Not unexpected from me, I have to say. Um, Again, it seemed to be close one and then five tries in 30 minutes the leads really sealed it
0: yeah a tight first half one it? it was a 10-6 to cast at half time and did,
3: did it's, see- not surpri- like said, it's
0: not surprise like you say it's not surprise i did back cast on the prediction league um but it doesn't surprise me that maybe the way it panned out did
1: Leeds mm. finding a little bit more, better form at the minute.
0: Um, I think they were playing with a lot of emotion as well, weren't they? Because they were in the Rob Burrow okay. kit and, yeah, and he was true. there and yeah, exactly. um, but to go and play, you know, while, while all that emotion is happening is uh, really good. And they, they, I I feel like every other week we're saying they're turning a corner, mm. and now and this week they play a way to, to lose, and it wouldn't surprise me if they got hammered by twenty points. Mm. Mm. I do actually
1: think they're turning a corner.
0: I've said that though in the no, past, I do. It seems to be in, in this win one, lose one phase. Yeah.
1: Mm. Did, did you see the stats this week around the fastest players? Uh, uh, the yes. Ash Hanley over two uh, kilometers quicker than anybody else at the weekend.
0: Mentioned uh, the other week, didn't we? That he yeah. was uh, well, sort of under the radar for speed. Thirty-six
1: k an hour. He, yeah. he hit, which was um, the nearest tomb was I think. Uh, thirty three point eight I think. Right. Um but what a chase back on Greg Eden.
0: Yes. Mm. Got him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And came from nowhere, came from the side of the field. Other side of the field, yeah. He you did. think,
1: wow, that's that is that he was
0: quick. Mm. is that um, when he hit the speed? I imagine so. I would think so. You can't run as really quick with the ball, can you? Mm.
1: I would think that's when he did.
0: Um something I do need
1: to pick up with you on this is these stupid bands that are coming in.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. I, yeah. I didn't pick it up on the, the... I thought you said bands. Like a band. Oh, oh right. right. Oh, no, right. <laughs> I was like... Like Bobby likes. I mean, I've been to Eddently. They are, you know. They have a band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bobby's been I, thought, to, I thought you were uh, Bobby's been having to a the pop killers. at the Brass Band.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no the bands. Um, I didn't pick it up on the St. Ellen's Wigan game because I read that Matautia had got Yet another ban. Mm. He's, he's, he's trying to he's trying to fend off uh, uh, Gale and Bentley and Tativano, isn't he? At that uh, for that, he
0: seems to be very sort of silly, and a lot of them don't really look like bands. In days gone by, you don't think anything of a lot of his, no. I don't think.
1: Well, what about the Matt Pryor one then on Danny Richardson? Mm. Ridiculous. Like at one time, you would put pressure on the kicker. You'd run out. You put pressure on the kicker. If the kicker kicked it, most of the time, they would end up being tackled, but but gently tackled. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all he's done there. Yeah. He's gently tackled him. It wasn't high. Ended up on the floor. Richardson's not come to any harm. He's not got his standing leg. He's he's literally within a second of that kick going up. He's just sort of bear-hugged him, hasn't he? Yeah, well, what's the harm? But it, there well, isn't. So, how, so what's the point then in putting pressure on the kicker?
0: Well, well that's that's it. In it, there isn't. But then, what you're supposed to do? Just give him as much time as he wants to put in the perfect kick. Exactly. It's not what the game's about.
1: I mean, how many times do you see? Uh, how many times do you go to a game, and you look at an opposition scrum half who's dictating the game with a kicking game, and what mm. do you say? Put pressure on, stop him mm. from kicking. Yeah. Now you're stopping him from kicking, and you're getting a you're picking a ban up.
0: Mm. You might yeah. stop him from kicking, but you aren't stopping next week, from kicking. No, are you?
1: it's it's absolutely it's it's really just. I think it's getting absolutely just ridiculous.
0: Mm.
2: No, it is. Yeah, yeah, I totally get. It. I mean, like you said that that I, I watched a video of the tackle and he puts the kick in. I think there was 19 seconds on the clock, and when he tackles him still 19 seconds on the clock. No. How, are you, how are you supposed yeah. to pull out and change your mind in a, in a millisecond is, you can't you do can't. it. No,
0: the, the disciplinary panel's out of control and when you consider that Paul Cullen's like the head of it, he was like, well
3: dirty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, true. Well,
1: Callum, do you remember that final that you played in a couple of years ago and you got your ribs broken?
0: Yeah. Right.
1: What happened in that, in that instance? Talk, well, talk us through what happened
0: in that instance. Um. Well, we were on on their their uh, try line. We must have been about three or four yards out. You're
1: playing scrum half.
0: Yeah, badly, but I played scrum half. <laughs> um, and they were short on the left hand side, on on our left. So run, loop round to play the ball, call for the ball, get it, cut out, past to the winger. And the ball's gone. The ball's gone past the centre. Pretty much in the winger's hands, and then I get it He scored. From behind. Yeah, he scored, yeah. Which tied the, the final, by the way. Yeah. And then we went on to win. Just yeah. thought, I'd, so basically, I won as the final. Yeah, but you couldn't breathe by this point. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, the ball had, had, had gone, and yeah, it was a late hit. I'd, I'd relaxed. Right. Didn't even see the, 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 the player. Right.
1: That's my point. You've, look, you've used the word I'm looking for. You've relaxed. Yeah. So if you're putting a kick in, and I'm coming at you, and you put you kept the kick, but you can see me, mm. you're bracing yourself for me tackling you, yeah. but you've got the kick away. Just the same as if you've passed it and I'm there, you're still braced. The difference for yours was that you've
0: relaxed. You've relaxed,
1: your shoulders have gone down, you've turned away.
0: Well, he's not even in my Bang. peripheral vision. I can't yeah. see him, I'm not expecting that to happen. That's a ban. Yeah. That's late. That. That's the late hit when you've relaxed. You didn't even have a word with him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like nobody saw it. <sighs> you felt it though. Oh, I felt it. Yes, but do you it. know what I
1: mean? Though that's that's the 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 point is you've relaxed. Yeah, that's it. That's the late hit. If you're still bracing yourself after a pass, are oh, there you still ready for that and you avoid injury? And how many times do these players that have been tackled actually get an injury out of it?
0: Because mm-hmm. I don't see it. No, I don't. So, I don't.
1: Anyway, uh, Leeds, yeah, well worth, uh, well worth the win, I thought, and it's probably two teams that would uh, spend the season, win one, losing one, and probably looking to battle for that fifth and sixth playoff
0: place. Yeah, probably. I think a couple of lateish tries from Cas made it look closer than it was as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we heading into day two after that, um, and we kick it off with. Uh, Huddersfield and Salford. Huddersfield thirty, Salford eighteen. Yeah, um,
0: I think pretty pretty standard, pretty pretty much what I was expecting to happen. I think um, I know Salford are struggling for players, and I think they even picked up a couple in the game. I think I heard Paul Rowley say after that Watkins and uh, somebody else can't remember who it was. They were carrying knocked to the game. He said, you know, if I could have brought them off, I would have done, but basically, with that short of players and struggling that much that they just couldn't do. Mm. So that's where they're at at the minute, which isn't nice. Uh, But Huddersfield have been strong all season and just did the job, didn't they?
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, they had a a really strong first half, Huddersfield. um, I think they scored 24 points in the first half. But it was just, everything they did, it was just very aggressive, very on top. They didn't let Salford breathe. And when they had the ball... In hand, they were they were ready to attack at all at all times, and mm. and that's exactly what they did. They just they got over the line pretty much, or they were they were trying to get over the line pretty much every time, and mm. that's what they've pretty much done all season. And it was very aggressive from Huddersfield. It was great to see, really.
0: Yeah, I thought Lola here was excellent. He's he's quick hands for both of McGilvery's tries were phenomenal.
1: Yeah, a couple of interesting points out of this game: uh, King and Wardle, who were in ex, uh, exchange transfers, both scored.
0: Mm. Toby King's try was really good. Yeah, yeah it
1: so was. I thought that was that was interesting. Um, uh, Ian Watson, following the game, signed a new contract until
0: 2026 mm. as coach of the Giants. A long contract for a coach, that, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah,
1: they've got a long-term vision there, haven't they?
0: Whether he'll see it out or whether they just want money for him when... <laughs> when, when it comes, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Brody Croft try, I thought, was
2: excellent. Um, yes, yeah.
1: Just really he broke away and skipped round the fullback and...
2: To be fair, not just a try. I thought Brody Koff was as as I think it was I can't think which one of you I think one of you might have picked him even for your for your team of the half season, I'm not sure, but um mm-hmm. he was he was he's been a real shining star for Salford this year and he showed it yeah. again at Magic Weekend there he not only scored a good try, as you said, Andy, but I thought his overall gameplay was excellent.
0: Yeah. We've said it in the past, he'd come with a really good pedigree yeah. from the NRL and a really good age as well, mm-hmm. so uh sort of expected it. To happen, really? Yeah. Um, best celebration of the weekend: Sam Luckley
1: for Salford, who did, the, <laughs> who did his Alan Shearer.
0: Yeah, it was local lad. It was was North Shields lad or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: Alan Shearer congratulated him on Twitter, which I think he was more chuffed with than the try. Yeah, I think oh, you're probably right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that was good. And <clears throat> uh, Chris McQueen. or now as, as I've as I've when I've watched him now as I've now christened him Wire Earp. Got his twelfth try this season. Wyatt Earp in Tombstone.
0: Yeah, and his big mustache.
1: Yeah, and he's like, he's like, yeah, that curls up at the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I like It, is, it. isn't it.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Wyatt Earp getting his twelfth
2: try of the season.
0: Yeah, he's he's been really good this season. Yeah, said it in the past.
2: Do you think he's got a? Uh, do you think he's got a shout for England or do you think Sean Wayne ignores him because of this? I'm not. You know, he's been. He's, um, this is you know first trip in England. You know if you know what I mean.
0: Uh I, I he's he's probably got a shout, but Is he in the I, train on squad? I don't think so, but I actually think we've got a lot of good second rowers at the minute as mm-hmm. well. Like Bachelor, Liam Farrell still doing the business, Bateman can play there.
1: But there's not been many better than him. Farrell. No, Urban. oh McQueen, McQueen. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, he was in my half half term yeah. uh, half season dream team. Yeah. Uh, but I do actually think we've got a lot of good second rowers at the minute as well. Yep. who are probably as, as as bad as it sounds. It's they are more sort of eligible, aren't they? Yeah. But if he makes us better, then I'm, you know, I'm I'm happy with that. But I actually think there's other people there who can do just as good a job, if not better.
2: Yeah. They're just very quickly sticking with. The, the England talk as well. We're ranked third now overall in the world, aren't we? Excellent. Above, Ooh,
0: above the Aussies. Yeah, tell you that, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got anything on Gus' watch this week. No, he's been a bit quiet, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
2: Anyway, moving on. Uh, game two, day two. Um, Catalans versus Warrington. Probably more of the, the shock of the weekend. Catalans 10, Warrington 36.
0: I don't think anybody expected that, did they? I don't even think Warrington expected that. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah. Um, and they got off to a great start with Gareth Widdup's try, but dislocated his shoulder as he fell over in the mm. process and then got up and scored.
0: I actually thought it shouldn't have gone to Widdup It should have gone to, I think it was Wardle on yeah. In yeah. The, in the inside of Widup. Yeah, He must have got but. the ball trapped under his carrying arm, has he? Yeah, because he put it down very gingerly. Yeah. Very slowly, and he's out for a while now, isn't he?
2: Yeah, you the, reckon he's ruled out for the season now. Right. You reckon his his season? I slow, read as well
0: that uh, he's penned a two year deal with Cass right. yes, for the next season. I saw that. I read that Do you today? think he'll be in the England team,
1: fitness permitting?
0: Uh, yes. Whether he gets in the starting uh, thirteen, not so sure. Because if he doesn't get in the starting thirteen, I don't think he plays.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um. I thought Warrington were helped tremendously by three drop balls from Catalan, two on their own line, mm. and then one when they're on the attack that got intercepted.
0: Yeah, and they couldn't deal with the kicks, could they? No. And and they weren't very good kicks, they just couldn't gather gather them. Mm. It was bizarre. It, it was an odd game, and, and it's hard to take
1: anything away from Warrington, because they've played really well, but... Have they played really well, you know, and mm. much better than they have done, obviously, to, to come away with that win, and you can't knock them for it. Mm. Um, but I just wonder whether or not how much they were helped by by Catalans there, and well, that's eighteen points that they've given them. Yeah, I,
2: th- I think their uh, I think their offload game was fantastic. They really did try to keep the ball alive at all times. The the Williams try yeah, the the, Williams in particular was, was yeah. yeah really good hands just keeping the ball alive mm. proper proper old school rugby league that
1: and again though that's the last try yeah and the 30 10 up yeah and do they do that if they're if it's 18 all let's say you know
0: um i don't know i'm, I'm just maybe you know. i i think maybe i you see a lot sort of see a lot of offloads now and i think if it's on they try and do it yeah um i don't know and uh, don't what know. about um ben
1: van Gogh garcia Oh god! Yeah. Oh
2: dear! Yeah. Yeah. That was that did not look nice at all, did it? He had to be, uh, he had to be rushed to an emergency plastic surgeon yeah. to, to have his ear reattached, and then
1: puts a picture on.
0: I've got a question.
1: <laughs> and, uh, I've got my ear back on.
0: Yeah, go on. How do you get to a point in your life hmm. where your niche? or your job is an emergency plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> is the is there much need for
1: that? Well, it would, I would think it would be um burns and car accidents and rugby
0: league players having their ears chopped off. That sort, you know, that sort of yeah. demographic really. Just like
1: No, if, I get what you mean. Emer-
0: like, how'd you become an emergency plastic surgeon? Hmm. I suppose it's not all nose and boob jobs, is it? I suppose, but you know, maybe he's just a plastic surgeon who has his phone on twenty four seven. Can you come in? I just uh, sat down for me tea. Ah,
1: you'll
2: like this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, he had a he had a bit of a poorly ear, but yet there is still talk of him. Playing against Salford this week. Really? Mr. Mm. Pauly. It's, <laughs> <The poorly laughs>
1: it's not it's not Mr. Potato Head, is it, where they're like, you know you, get, you just pull it off on the side. Oh look, Mr. Potato Head's got a poorly mm. ear. It's not like that, is well, it? Well he could on more, weekend. Yeah. It's a bit more serious, isn't it, than mm. that? Yeah. yeah. poorly ear <laughs> <laughs> Then that's what they said to the plastic surgeon.
0: Yeah, he's got a poly ear, can you come in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, he's got a sore there. You know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear! Uh.
1: But uh, yeah, Warrington. I'm not. I'm not. As opposed to Leeds, I'm not sure they've turned a corner. But
3: mm. uh,
1: but a very very welcome two points, especially after to uh, to lose and their victory over Wakefield.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. Well, we we round off Magic Weekend. Last game of day two with the Hull Derby. Uh, Hull KR twenty eight, Hull FC thirty four.
0: Great watch as a neutral, I thought. Mm. Yeah, really, lots of points, lots of nice tries. Um, if I was a fan of either of these teams, I'd be a bit worried about defence. <laughs> yes, That's
1: exactly my thought. Yeah,
0: like under eights defending. Yeah. Um, one in particular uh, was it the the sim try, <laughs> Josh Sims, where the the go to the right, yeah, the left, I think, yeah. I thought they'd not Hall's right, uh, yeah, um, and then the I think Macintosh brings it back That's in, right, and then they it, fling yeah. it back over to to the left-hand side, uh, Rovers' right side, and there's nobody there. I think there's one all, player there. They'd all
1: gone chasing the ball. Yeah. I thought they'd that like... That
0: was under-8s defending, yeah. where everybody thought, runs after the man with the
1: ball. I thought they would play nines. I thought they'd down to <laughs> nines for a bit. I thought they'd had four simbins. I thought that I'd was, missed something. That was bad, that. Um, uh, Elliot Longstaff. This is bizarre. Ellis. You know, Ellis
0: Ellis Longstaff, sorry.
1: You know what I'm going to say, though, don't you? This is weird. Like punching and kissing the badge after signing him for him four days earlier.
0: Yeah. On a three week
1: long.
4: Show. <laughs> what <are> you
2: doing? <laughs> He's trying to get a full time contract, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I kiss the badge they'll like me. They'll like me. Yeah, fair enough, you know. Um and
1: <laughs> but the three the three debutants for Hull long uh, Longstaff, sim walker made a massive difference to their team i thought
2: mm. i thought jack walker was excellent in particular he, he, he was rewarded with uh, the match for his efforts but yeah. i thought he stood out in in particular for me he was he was fantastic all, all game jack walker somebody else that i thought was magnificent was uh, uh magic mike e
0: lewis yeah, hat trick. Yeah. Hat trick for uh, Magic Mikey Lewis. Uh, yeah. Um, looks better and better. Proper star, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that. I, I, always, I often think about what you said quite a while ago about sort of like the future for, for British rugby league and. The Knights and that yeah, sort of thing, and, Yeah, and, well, England in particular on this occasion, which, you know, Lewis and. and uh, well, Lewis and Dodd, Lewis Dodd. That's two different people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mikey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Lewis and Lewis Dodd. Yeah. Um, you know, are, are really, I've got a big future ahead of him, I think, and yeah. and internationally that can only be a good thing for us. He was yeah. kissing the badge as well.
1: Who? Oh, Mikey
0: Lewis. All oh, right, But I suppose that's allowed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's allowed,
1: that one, yeah. Um, he, go on. Uh, well, to, a couple of points that to discuss with you one um I think they scored the same number of tries in this
0: game but Coots
1: uh, Lachlan Coots goal kicking was horrendous this week
0: yeah it um, it wasn't good was it um, that's there an was a few there
1: was
2: a few that he was close in as well some of them yeah the one that was the one that was really bizarre was the the two I'll say two the two before half time he scored right in the corner and he had absolutely no problem kicking that one over mm. to take it to 14-8 of fourteen ten, should I say sorry? And then the next one, they score practically ten yards from inside the touchline, mm. and he puts it wide, and all of a sudden the fourteen all at our time. Great comeback, don't get me wrong, mm. but can you know, Kyle? But feel if you go in front with two points after coming back from that, it just, I don't know, just gives that gives Hull FC that little bit more. How are we really losing this? at A draw, you're still thinking, well, is not it. It was a
1: real topsy-turvy game and I think I kept sort of expecting Hull KR to make a, to make a break and give themselves some daylight and mm. the score once they come back and, yeah. and they never did and, and Hull FC just just clung on really. Just, um, what did you make of the Minchella try? It
0: was a try. Um,
1: yeah. Now I, I saw, this week, I saw um, uh, an explanation from Ian Smith about this. Was he involved in the game? no but oh. he was an ex referee right so he had a referee's view and he said that people don't know the rules as he pointed out to somebody on twitter right um um and he was saying that he there was separation so for him to then score he has to regather and the forearm doesn't come into it because the forearm, you can you can score a try. Say the ball's loose in the in-goal area, you can score with your forearm. But he was saying there was separation, and the the, the Comple- right.
0: completely agree with everything that he said there. I just don't think there was separation. Mm. Mm. So, I don't. I, I just. I genuinely don't see any separation there. No. So I don't know. I. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. So you to give it. Yeah, would you give it?
2: Oh yeah, I'd give it. Hmm.
0: Think I you? Would. Yeah, I think I'd give it as well. did not see any separation. No, you know, if it, if harsh. you have, I understand what you're saying. That if he has, you've got to, you can't just sort of put a body part on it and go, oh yeah, I got it back. Like you haven't, you've lost it, you've lost control of it. But I just don't think you lost control of it. Yeah, harsh, very, very
2: harsh. Especially considering some of the tries we've already talked about in the the recent weeks gone past. There was, you know, the. Regan Grace one against Leeds for Saints. There was the a couple, another one a couple of weeks ago, one where you could clearly see that he's probably not grounded that, so mm. probably a bit harsh to rule that one out that, as I well think, based on other yeah, tries that have been Even given.
1: more so when you've got six games at the same venue one after the other. Sometimes it can show the inconsistencies up in the the referee and the video refs so even more so mm. than mm. the day after or over the weekend, you know.
0: Yeah, but there you go. Mm.
1: Uh, but it, but enjoyable, enjoyable weekend.
0: Enjoyable, the attendance was good as well, uh, over <coughs> 62,000 I think over the weekend, um, I think it puts it 8th on the list, um, and some of them that are above it is when we had a uh, 14 team league as well, and also this is the first time that we've had two French teams in the league, mm. so we've had two French teams in the 12 uh, side league, so... Quite promising, and the games were were excellent as well. I thought it was a really good magic weekend, but um, I don't think we're quite making the most of it, which we'll obviously come on to later. Yeah, yeah. Um, But let's move on.
3: It's Bobby stats of the week.
0: That's right. It's stats of the week time hello <laughs> uh how many stats do we have this week we have five okay i
1: warn you though um spoiler alert when he phoned me before he said he was struggling this week oh. so let's see what the quality is like shall we mm. okay
2: okay uh stat number one uh castleford's loss to leeds at the weekend Means that it was their first loss at Newcastle as a venue. Uh, there's been six Magic weekends. They've won five, and that was their first loss. Right.
3: Okay. Not Very bad.
2: good. Yeah. Okay. Next uh, number two, Brad Singleton. Yes, was the sixth player to receive a red card at Magic Weekend. The first to do so was Wayne Godwin. Okay. Uh, the last being Adam Higson back in 2017 for Lee. Okay. So it's been five years since a red card.
0: Okay. That was the sixth one, did you say? That, yeah, that that Bradley okay. wasn't being the sixth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
2: It's not bad in all that time, is it? Really. No. Uh, number three, Huddersfield Giants are now Magic Weekend's greatest team. <laughs> they have a 19 points from a possible 26.
1: Good going. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: I think they played Catalan a lot of the I time. I was going to say, rubbish <laughs> and that.
1: Salford as well, they've played a lot of the time. Aren't yeah. they? It depends who you play,
0: doesn't it? I mean, uh, it depends do the, the, the
1: derby. You can all all only
0: stuff, play what's so. in front of you, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: to be good, because they used to play <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, there have only ever been three teams who have failed to score a point at a magic weekend event. Okay. Uh, Bradford, they lost nineteen nil to Crusaders. Not the only one they played. No, no, Uh, no, no. Oh, Crusaders. No, they've yeah they've played in more, but the uh, one magic event they've they've. Only three teams have been. Oh, they got nilled. They got nilled, right? I thought you meant... um, Oh, they picked no... Yeah, like they've
0: never won at a Magic Week. Oh, right. right. Nilled. See what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. sorry, yeah, like nilled. Yeah, Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, So
2: Bradford, they got beat 19-0 off uh, Crusaders. Yeah. Uh, The other two are Hull KR, who were beat 54-0 off St. Helens.
0: Was that a Murray... Could have been a Murray field. I
2: think it was, yeah. Uh, And the other one was Hull FC, who also got beat 45-0 off St. Helens.
0: Oh, that was like Justin Albrook's first game, yeah, wasn't it? Or he was there. Yeah. anyway.
2: Yeah, so uh, Hull and Hull-KR both nilled by the same team. Very good. And my last one, this is just for you, Callum, because you asked me this a couple of weeks ago. I oh, did, I've, I? I found it out. Okay. So ahead of tomorrow's uh, State of Origin game. Yeah. So it will. that will conclude... Uh, the fortieth state of origin mm-hmm. since it became a three game series yeah in nineteen eighty two. Uh it will also be the twentieth series to go to a decider. So fifty percent of all origins have had a deciding game.
0: Oh yes, I did ask you that didn't I? So
2: there you go, found it out for you. Very good. Well thank you. No worries. Mm. And I that's... just
0: wondered how many decided that's a good part. question. Because he said he said there's only been like half a dozen Nils, aren't they like three nils Yeah, even when it's been two nil. So I wondered how many of them have been decided. Yeah, if the majority have been two one. Yeah, how many had gone two nil or one all? Yeah, Mm, fair enough. Yeah, very good.
3: It's Bobby's stats of the
0: week. He did well there. You did do very well. Thank you. They were good. Just said you thought you were struggling.
2: I was, and then I just got a few and they just came to me, so...
0: I did they they just came to you? (laughs)
2: Like a bolt of lightning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, very good. Well, um, let's move on to our next segment, then.
3: You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's
1: a spoon. Yeah, NRL time. uh, Depleted uh, round this week because of tomorrow's state of origin, as you've just mentioned. Um, So the scores from this week, Sharks 28, Storm 6 bit misleading, isn't it, The week before Origin, mm. when they've got players missing
0: and stuff, but I'm quite sure. The Storm have lost uh, back to back now. Yeah. Lost Manly, uh, yeah, they lost to Manly the week before and, and then Sharks. the Sharks last week. So. Yeah, so Sharks
1: 28, Storm 6, Knight 28, uh, Rabbitoh's 40. Take that. Eels 28, Tigers 20.
3: Mm.
1: And the Broncos letting everybody down by not scoring 28. But 32 against the Dragons 18. And they were the only games this week. Uh, big game tomorrow, obviously, as we've mentioned. And then the biggest game is obviously the Queensland derby on Saturday between the Titans and the Broncos. Okay. That's all I could find in interest.
0: Broncos are going to hammer them. I think so, yeah. I think New South Wales will hammer Queensland tomorrow as yeah, well. Yeah, I think so Munster as Munster well. and Tuolang yeah, out with COVID. Really? Yeah, it spiked a Big debate over in Australia, right? Saying because apparently, when they're in the, the camps, they have to test twice a day, okay. And they're sort of saying, Well, if they're asymptomatic and things like that, like, why are we doing that? It's like the biggest game ever. Why are we punishing them? And
3: mm.
0: but all, I, I, and I think the other point is that they're sort of saying. Well they're getting tested twice a day, but then they're going out into the community and oh. doing all this community work with everybody. It's like you can't I was just it's just contradictory.
1: Say how they caught it if they're in if they're yeah. in camp?
0: Apparently they do a lot of like community work and stuff. Right. I think Queensland especially. They go up to all the, the like the sort of and remote villages all over the show and right. but you can't sort of be doing twice a day testing and then going out shaking hands with everyone, can you? No. But well, they're sort of saying, well, you know, they're fit and healthy, and they shouldn't be doing it. They shouldn't be. They should be allowed to play. Mm. Mm. But.
2: Are are our players over here still testing?
0: I don't know. I thought about that when um, I don't think they will be because I haven't heard of anybody missing games for COVID no. for a while. I I thought about that um, when when this come up, and I thought we mustn't be because surely somebody at some point
2: would test- have tested. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I don't know.
1: You call that a knife? This is a knife.
3: That's not a knife, that's a spoon.
0: Uh, right then, our as we said earlier, uh, we were going to have a chat about Magic Weekend, didn't we? Because... We saw, although this this year's was very very good, um, it's sort of dividing opinion now whether it's still worth doing or not, isn't it?
3: Mm.
1: I think there's a, there's a few opinions knocking about in there. For example, some people just go for their team's game. Mm-hmm. Some people go for one day. Mm-hmm. Some people go for the full weekend. Um, some people think it's lost its magic and don't go at
0: all. Oh. Well, I think the thing is that it's just the the, the Super League or the RFL, whoever it is, are not sort of maximising its potential or they're not making the most of. Because I I went, I think I went last year and there wasn't really anything on, you know, out and about and around the ground. Mm. So once you, you get there and I was driving, I drove up, so it was like, we can't drink or go to, the, I mean, could go to the pub, but it's not the same, is it? Mm. Mm. Um, so once you get to the ground, you're a bit like, what do I do? Well, I might as well go in, because there's nothing happening. Yeah. There was a mechanical bull, if I remember rightly.
1: It's pretty much rugby league related, isn't it? Well, yeah.
0: you can only watch so many people ride a mechanical bull before it stops <laughs> being funny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um, I, I want to pick up on a few things on this then. Um and I wanna thank uh, one of our Twitter friends um
0: at Revolutionary Rugby League. Yes, yeah, so he came up with a, a really good thread. Yeah,
1: and basically um I've jumped on that. I messaged him before and said we were gonna discuss this, and he was well, he was happy for us to uh, to use his uh uh Frame, framework for it, if you like. Mm-hmm. And then I just thought, well, I've added some bits in for us. Mm. Um, just with that. And, and, and he had some really, really good ideas. Um, yeah. And I just think, I, I suppose, from my point of view, I think that the first thing is, is that now Super League, they've got to decide, I think, whether or not it's a celebratory weekend mm. where all the teams play, or... Is it like it was in the first place, which was spreading the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And taking the game to new areas? So, so which is it?
0: I think it's gone away from the expen- expansion part of it, if you like. Yeah. It's more of a uh, fan <coughs> day out.
1: Yeah, fan weekend type of yeah. thing. Yeah. In which case, you could argue then why do you need to take it so far?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I've heard other arguments about why taking it far, it, it takes away from the Challenge Cup. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure about that. Um, I just don't think that uh, London and going to London has the same appeal
0: as it once had for rugby league fans. No, uh, I think a lot of that is to do with cost as well. Mm. Yeah. So
1: you've picked up on a really good point there about um, the fans and the fan zone. And, you said not everybody wants to drink or not everybody can drink if they if they're mm. driving right so why not so all this what i'm saying now and what um revolution rugby league was saying was uh, to me all this depends on room that you've got so you have mm. to pick the right venue where you can do all this and all these different uh all these different activities at mm. a venue that where a suitable venue where you've got this room right next to the ground.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you haven't got the room for all this next to the ground, take it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. So you were talking about before about not everyone wants to drink a fan zone. So you could play different virtual games. You could have uh, you could you could have goal kicking. Mm-hmm. Um. So you could try goal kicking. You could do you could do passing games, things like that. You could have you could have wheelchairs and try wheelchair rugby league. Mm. You could have a session for girls rugby league, so that so you you promoting that. You could play tag, different things like that. Masters, so you could have it all, just where people can have a where people can have a go at everything, and a real fan zone. Yeah, but you've got to be able to have that room to be able to
0: do all that. Oh yeah, you yeah definitely you've got to have. The, uh, the the revolutionary uh, rugby league thread, that was all sort of based around uh, the Silverstone weekend, wasn't it? Yes, and sort it of was, like, yeah. Because yeah. they they do it really, really well by all accounts. I've never been, but um, I think I... It, it must have been last year. Um, I think I remember, I think Earl oh, Crabtree went and he was like, it was amazing. Like, and it's not just the race, it's like everything about it and, mm. and sort of all the tents and everything that they have around it. And this is what the the the, the thread um, is all sort of based around, isn't it? So, number two is what you've just said
1: then tent, tented village. Yeah. So, we've been before, we've been to the golf, we've been to the open championship, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. And they there have had a massive, tented village, haven't they? With all sorts of souvenirs, uh, sponsors, um, sponsor stalls, everything. You can buy everything in that open, tented village. So why not have that? Um, Revolution talked about uh, teams having stalls where Mm -hmm. you could buy things, but you could do all sorts with that. You could do NRL. I mean, if if they sold NRL t-shirts, for example, you'd probably come away with one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I don't see what's so hard about each club having a a pitch, no, and going and sending a, a a few, you know, shop workers or whatever who work in the, the club shop and yeah. with some merch and selling loads of, loads of gear or in yeah. the RFL or Super League having one and you could do international stuff. Yeah,
1: why why don't you have somewhere within that stall where they're selling, um, rugby league World Cup tickets, hmm. that sort of thing. Why not have where you've got this vision for rugby league? Why, why have we like not got a, a calendar of like referees' courses, coaches' courses, people signing up for them because they're a rugby league venue and they're rugby league people. Mm. So get people to sign up for the courses that are, that are yeah. coming up, yeah, uh, either online or, mm-hmm. or coaching, you know, that sort of thing. And have this real tented village where you're getting people to invest in the game,
0: yeah, especially you, you know you mentioned the World Cup tickets there, especially for the women's and the wheelchair yeah. ones. Mm. Yeah, people. I I, th- I genuinely think people will will buy them, but particularly
1: if you've got the other thing that we talked about with the fan zone. Yeah,
0: we can go and try, and it they've and tried,
1: it and they've had to go at wheelchair rugby league. You're like, oh, do you know what? That's brilliant. I'm going to have a go at that.
0: Yeah, I'm going or to watch I'm going to watch, I'll go I'll go watch, watch a game. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So you've got this. Not just stalls, but you've got this real tented village. It's a massive thing at the open with the it, golf. It's it's huge, mm. particularly if it rains. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I, huge, I it does. <laughs> Yeah, and everybody
1: piles in there, don't they? Yeah, right. Number three, music and events. Right mm-hmm. now, horse racing. Do this. How many we've seen it before? Horse racing uh, days, where they'll say. Oh, you! I think Utoxis did one this year. So Utoxys did one where it was racing. After the racing, you've got the Human League on. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I'd have definitely gone to that. There
0: was one where we went and, and oh, I can't remember. It might have been A ADOC, but like the Spice Girls or something that yeah. were on. Yeah, Ronan
1: Keaton. Yeah, yeah,
0: Ronan Keaton, that was it. But like, would mm. you see what I
1: mean? So at the end, so you were just your kick-offs and yeah. then you've got this mega concert at night. Would that help more people attend for the full weekend? Because you've got a you've got a, a name on doing a got concert. something to do after after they get right. in the, in the same vicinity, yeah. other than just
2: go to a bar and drink all night. Yeah, it, it, not, mm. yeah. Sell
1: ticket for this big concert for for this you know for a big musical name like that.
2: Mm. You don't even have to sell tickets though. You don't you don't have to do that. You just. All you have to do is if you buy, you know, show your ticket. But then it helps people buy a weekend ticket rather than just your single ticket. So if you buy
1: the weekend ticket, you get your music in.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. You you know, it's encouraging to stay half
1: price. Yeah, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. But you know, horse racing do that really well. There's no reason. Again, all this comes down to room and the venue Mm. and having the right venue. But if we if we're changing it from spreading the word of the game to this mega, fan experience for the weekend you can choose your venues accordingly Mm. you know next one um interviews where where players coaches come out players come out ex-players come out submit your question Mm. you know like we've done when we've gone to these dinners yeah and they've said all right well we're going to pick some questions out from the audience you Mm. know and that sort, that sort of things. Meet, uh, when we went to the Trafford Centre for a launch of um, Super League one year, ages ago. About
0: 2010, yeah. 11, something like that. All now. the
1: mascots were there. Mm.
0: How good would that be
1: for the kids? Meet the mascots. So all the mascots are coming out. And have you. The, the photo opportunities of old players. So if you've got, I don't know, if you've got people like um, Billy Boston, for example, mm. right, comes out, how many, how many Wigan fans and rugby league fans would have the picture taken with Billy Boston? Yeah, because, do you know what I mean so the guys absolute
0: legends of the game and they do like a and a on stage or tell stories yeah. or whatever yeah but you could if 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 Scar if the I think they had like Steve McNamara I think Paul Rowley might have been in there you know, in between games, when it wasn't their game and stuff, and on Sky and doing sort of like uh, presenting? Yeah. If they can do that for Sky, they can do that on a stage outside for the yeah. fans, can't they? Exactly. Of they can't. Even current players, you know, if... Absolutely, you can get Sam Tompkins, playing. England captain, goes and does a quick Q&A or whatever. Exactly, and you can get people... Obviously, they're doing it on the
1: day that they're not there or whatever. They're yeah. not playing, so to speak, you know? But they rock up in player but, time. Yeah. But you could do people that have had magic moments, so Mm. people that have had a really big impact at Magic Weekend. Mm. You know, they've scored a winning try in a derby, or you know that sort of thing. Mm. You know that that sort of thing. Um, The other thing you could do is you could get action shots where you where you dress up in a a shirt or something, and you sort of superimpose. Remember we did that at the Open again with as though we were caddying for Dustin Johnson. And Rory McIlroy, well, where you point and you superimpose, so you could superimpose something with where you pass into somebody, or mm. are you with me? Or tackling mm. somebody, or
0: yeah,
2: see, this, this is... is all these
1: sort of things are easy are easy to do because they've all
2: been done at other sport and events, but people would absolutely lap it up. The, yeah, the thing is though is that I I I remember going to Magic Weekend as a, as a lot younger, and I remember. They did that, mm. they, and everything seems everything seems to have gone downhill since then. Mm. When I went to Magic Weekend as a kid, two thousand seven, two thousand, you know, when it first started, and face they and all that sort they of really stuff, tried yeah. with it. But I remember one you sort of had to, you, you got on like a stage and they threw you a ball and you dived onto a mat. Mm. And as you dived onto the mat, they took you pictures as if you were scoring oh, the yeah. try. Yeah, yeah. And they used to do things like that. They you used could, to be really fun and creative with it. And then but, over the years, just sort of gone, mm, uh, we'll put up a lady. bouncy castle and now will do. But what, what you've just
1: said there, you could do that with that superimposed thing that you yeah. said. You could, because technology's moved on. So you could dive, score the try, but they could put the background on. Yeah. As though you're scoring a try yeah. at the venue. Yeah. You know, um, you know, inflatable sumo rugby league, stuff like that. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Just all these different ideas that people could go and have a go at and really, really join. And then I think a massive thing as well is, to me, is where next? Do we know where 2023 is for, for Magic Weekend? A, do we know if it's happening? Yeah, they announced B, it today. Right. So where is it? Is it Newcastle again? Yeah. Right. Did people know that at weekend? No. No. So Why? So why at that weekend in your tented village, why can you not have this next year? It's going to be here. Mm. Get your tickets. Mm. If you're if you're this fan, if you're a club, you're this supporter, you're going to be here, that type of thing. Yeah. Get your tickets ready. Um, you could have things like where you've got hotel bookings ready. You've got your, you've got your you weekend planned. You could have planned. hotel pitches and exactly.
0: say, you get tickets for next year. Now you can get whatever off a room and now. This, at
1: this hotel and yeah. stuff. And then you've you've you might already then have ten fifteen thousand people already booked in mm. for next year
2: or this weekend. Yeah. Just a just a quick question following on from that with what you've said. Are you happy at staying at Newcastle? Would you have liked to see a different venue, or do you think it worked? Or do you think it's? I mean, it's got three of the highest attendances. Well, there. Newcastle
0: seems to be the one that everybody loves. Um, is there enough room to do all this around the ground not so sure mm. um, off the top of my head I don't know there is a lot of room around Manchester City's ground because mm.
1: you've got the athletic stadium
0: at the yeah. side of it things like that You know, I'm just thinking for stuff we've been talking about off the top of my head that's the only one that I can think of I'd have to look into it obviously mm. Uh, and I, yeah, it's only because it's been there previously that I know that there's a lot of room. But City are always doing things um, sort of around the ground, like yeah, yeah you could have these pop up venues for stuff yeah. like
1: this. Yeah, I, I think it's a bit lazy to be quite. I don't think it worked, but I think it they, they know what they know what they want out of it. I think it's, I
0: think they think that Newcastle will do all the work because it's sort of yeah. um, in the city. It's sort of slap bang in the middle of the city centre and in the ground. Yeah, so there's already all the pubs and everything. So I think that the RFL or Super League just think well they'll just rock up and go to a pub and stuff and that's good enough. Yeah, and think, that's why people buy do, tickets because it's in a nice location. Do you yeah. think
1: any of these things that we've mentioned will happen for next year? No, absolutely not.
2: No. You know, well, just sort of again, I don't like you said, I don't know what's uh, what's kind of around that ground, especially with it being um, a little bit away. But there was. Um, a big call to take it abroad. And I'm not saying it'd work. I'm not I don't I don't know. But one of the venues that were being um spoken about highly of was the new camp in Barcelona. And the reason they were saying that is because it's easier for for Catalans and Toulouse to get across. So they were basically saying would we get more would more English, would more England fans mm. go across that way than more French fans coming into England? Does that make sense? Yeah, I Person- don't know. I don't know if it would work. I just wanted Person- to see what you thought. Personally, I don't think so because I think no.
1: those individual fans would, especially if there's two French teams in Super League, would use the money watching their team. Yeah, in in south of France, mm-hmm. and B, um, I, again, I'd, I'd rather see it as this experience.
0: Oh yeah you know. Absolutely. One more point
1: from, if I, if I may, from Magic Weekend. Who's the president of the Rugby League?
0: Um, don't know. Claire Balding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She took over from Tony Adams. That's right. Year, yeah. Who's the patron of the Rugby League? Uh, is that the Duchess of Cambridge? Yeah. Is that who it is now? It is. Kate, whatever she's called. Where were they on Saturday, Sunday? Uh, Wimbledon. Both of them. Yeah. I'll just leave that there, because
1: mm-hmm. we because should again for something like that, if it's an experience like that. Where's you know we should not have a a really special guest. The, the
0: patron is meaningless. They've never done anything. I don't even think they can be asked turning up to the challenge cup final after time. It. No, it's only yeah. down road for them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, do you know? Do
1: you, do you know what I mean though? Oh yeah, it's
0: like we you know we've and I know Wimbledon's big. It's
1: massive. It's probably you know probably one of if not the biggest sporting event in the, the, the country every every summer. Yeah. Um. But again, I think we've you know we've missed out. I'm um, not so
0: sure that her being there would make that much difference. No,
1: I'm just talking about the I'm just talking about the um the kudos of the game, if you like, the standing of the game, okay, yeah, where you would think a patron massive event for the game, so the
2: patron or the president you think well that's like really, you know should you be there well, there was. There was one other point I've I've got about Magic Weekend, and see the thing is with this one is that I don't I don't know how it would entirely work because the the league is can be unpredictable, but what we've seen this week or this weekend is better games, yeah, bigger and better games. A few years ago, and this is this is absolutely no disrespect to to their club. But at the time, I think, I think, was it about three or four years ago, I think Saints played Widness. Now, you're pretty much top and bottom there. I don't I don't think a lot of Saints fans, for example, o- over this weekend against someone like Wigan, are going to look at that game and go, it's only witness, I can't really be bothered wasting my money on that. I'll sit at home and watch it. Mm. So... Well. But when you say Saints and Wigan, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm going to that. I'm buying my ticket. I'm going.
0: But I also think if they had all this experience stuff, you yeah. would go regardless yeah. who you were playing. And the fixtures, just as a
1: last, very last point, you've got three big derbies, if you like: Hull, Hull KR, Saints, Wigan, Leeds, Castleford. Mm. The others aren't derbies. So no, why not put Catalan to lose? Warrington, Catalan
0: put... is quite a big game though. But yeah, I'm just saying. You know, usually but, I know this year it's been a bit.
1: But if the idea is derbies.
0: Mm. So why not put... But then, yeah, then you have Wakefield people saying that you have you play too many derbies and it takes the shine off the derby.
1: Well, don't have three and not three then.
0: Well, I, I'm sure you could get... You could do Wakefield... You, you could get other games that are just as big. Well, you could do Wakefield, Huddersfield,
1: Warrington, Salford, Catalan's Toulouse.
2: Mm. How are those other three? Mm-hmm. Personally, for me, I would actually change that. I'd actually do Leeds and Huddersfield and Wakefield and Castleford. Well, whichever. I, I think Wakefield and Castleford is a is a bigger derby than... Yeah, leading cat, so I yes, sort of change personally. that. I
1: agree. Yeah, No, I agree. And I, and I was only basing it on those. No, players. no, I'm just saying, right. yeah. I, think, I, I right. think,
2: you know, if you're going to talk about derbies, I think that's the way yeah. to go. Mm.
1: So, in a word,
2: are you keen? Does it work?
0: It would work, yeah. Oh, you mean now as yeah. it is? No.
2: If nothing changes, no.
1: Be interested see in the NRL in 20 years' time if they're still doing the same thing at the Suncorp.
0: Mm. Let's see. Yeah, I, and I—I I mean, I don't know what they do outside the ground. I'm no. not so sure. No, but make it
1: an experience. That's yeah. it. Make an oh, experience, yeah. please.
0: Yeah. Need to learn off other sports, exactly, for for the the day out experience. But anyway, we shall see what happens.
1: Please forward podcast prediction league with Six Again.
2: Yes, well, it's that time of the week again, and it's our last segment, but it's one of our best. It's our Prediction League, and we are joined on the phone once again by Bri from Six Again. How are you, Bri? Hi, Bri. Yeah, not too bad. Hi, boys,
4: how
0: are we? All right. Very well, thank you.
4: The three amigos are back together. Hey! Hey! (laughs) Excellent. Oh, wait, 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 just got this image of Andy going, uh, uh, uh,
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, Brian?
4: Yeah, uh, not too bad. Watched a lot of magic on the telly. Went too well over the weekend, but that's the best. That's the best.
2: Good, good, good to hear.
1: Excellent. Um,
2: fell out with any pigeons this week, Brian?
4: <laughs> yeah, one. Not happy. <laughs> Right. Not, Wait,
3: right
4: Not happy Not happy One person in Manchester Doesn't like me uh. That's all we will so say And before anyone complains, No I didn't cause it any harm I just told her to shut up yeah. And leave me
3: alone There
1: you go Right Do you want to give us a, An update for this week Brian?
3: Yeah
4: um, Well We had A couple of Very really good weeks One very very good week And we had a couple of Poor weeks Last week, um, so we had um, we had three spot-ons last week. One for yourself, Andy, and hey. two for Yorkshire for Alison.
1: Well done, Alison. Very well, well done.
4: done. Although, um, although we have earlier on
1: said in the pod, Bri, if Wakefield hadn't have passed the ball under the posts with a second to go, I'd have had two correct scores.
4: You would have, yes. Idiots. You said you got one, I, and
1: one
0: that was
4: hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was pretty much, I'd been awake for about 20 minutes, I'd, I'd say I'd been unwell, and I'd sat, I'd just come round, I was looking at the scores to see who I'd bought, and I'd say that to the show and I Andy's just kicked off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Callum thought it was hilarious, didn't
4: you? Oh, I was laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I found it hysterical crap. Uh, yeah, be quite yeah fair. I bet you did, yeah. <laughs> right, so, so we have we got um, then? The insiders are still top. They got eight points last week. They're on 328. Okay. Andy, you got the joint top, uh, best score of the week with 24. And they've closed the gap to 21 points. You're on 307. Callum, cover your ears. Because I'm now third oh. with 298. <laughs> Callum is now in fourth, three points behind myself on 295. Yorkshire have gone from bottom to fifth (laughs) with Alison's joint best score of the week. Yes, Alison, 254. (laughs) Bobby has now relegated the Scots team to six with 10 points last week, 247. And last week we had our worst week we've ever had. And it was by Louise for Lancashire, oh, Louise. who got Great Britain's normal score in the Eurovision before this week.
1: No, oh. oh, <laughs> So Louise predicted all six
4: games wrong. She predicted Wakefield, Wigan, Castleford, Salford, Catalan and hull KR. Oh.
1: I don't know what to say.
4: So, they are now 15 points adrift of the Stats team. Do
1: you know what? Louise, that that could have that really could have relegated the Stats team to bottom of the league, couldn't it? Mm. Oh.
2: I mean, to be fair, though, I did spend about three minutes talking about how Jake Trubin was going like, to lead Castleford to victory. And then about an hour after he finished recording, he got ruled out with an ACL for the season. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty poor week, really, but... Okay. Well, I'm back playing the ACL this week, so I'm going to
4: be better. In the ACL, he picked up during the game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but it was announced. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, there you go. Sorry. Right,
2: well, the only way is. Well, actually, no. It's no, still it's not. It's still a way down, to be fair, yeah. yeah. So, well, who have we got this week, Bry?
4: Right, so this week, back on the stats team is Bobby to get them to the bottom of the league. <laughs> uh, for Yorkshire, we have our Huddersfield fan, Nathaniel who I believe was listening to the pod on his way home from Newcastle last Yeah, week. he was.
0: What yeah. a hero. Yes.
1: We're lovely, Nathaniel. <laughs>
4: <laughs> to get Lancashire back into the groove, we have our Warrington fan, Alou Shwire. Okay. And for the insiders this week, we have a former Leeds Rhinos player and now pundit, Danica Prim. Okay, Excellent. excellent. Who I will put on record, no disrespect to anyone else, sent me the best, <laughs> the best tweet, the, the best message of predictions yet so far because I was wetting myself off. Just uh, how she sent a message for Wakefield. Yes, yeah, beautiful.
1: Put, she put a little emoji for every team, didn't she?
4: Yeah. And Wake, um, she sent, if, if she I remember right, Wakefield
1: clock. was alarm clock, wasn't
4: it? <laughs> it took oh, me God. about two minutes. It took me about two minutes to work it out. So I was looking yeah. at going. Who would Who would he, he Wait, wait, ah, oh, the oh, week yeah, that's funny. Do you know what I'm I, thinking I, I about? It.
1: The, the only <laughs> chance, the only chance, Bobby, that would not going bottom of the league is if Jordan was doing the predictions for Yorkshire. And I
4: what? said that to him. Like, I, I said that to him over the weekend. Yeah. Oh. I, I said I've already I've already arranged who's playing. I can't get you, Jordan. Sorry. Right. <laughs> right Shall we go then? Yeah. First up, Friday night, eight o'clock on Sky. Saints
0: Helens three the, the probably the most two informed teams at the minute aren't they they were both on track for was it seven wins on the bounce um before magic weekend uh, and then have uh, both bounced back at magic weekend um Saints being at home um i think look stronger slightly at the minute, so I'm going to say saints by ten.
2: I had that, so I'm going to go Saints by 12.
0: <laughs> I can see me, I can see Andy scribbling it out as well. I had Saints
2: 10, Saints 12. Now I'm going to have
1: to go Saints 14. So that's Saints 14.
4: We don't have a clean sweep. At least one for Lancashire, Saints by 12. Danica for the insiders, Saints by 4. Myself, I agree with yourselves, and I say Saints by 10. Nathaniel, for Yorkshire, Yorkshire, Huddersfield fan. Huddersfield by two.
1: Yes, Nathaniel. So we know what that means. Yeah, they're going to get beat. Or he <laughs>
4: thinks they're going to get beat. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually he's actually quietly confident, this week. Okay. Speaking,
1: yeah. well, if he had been quietly confident, it would have gone by four, wouldn't he? Mm. He's
0: three. Yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must have been by three. I love it.
2: Right. Next up. Friday night eight o'clock as well. Wigan v Hulsey. Yeah, got the potential to after this weekend to actually be a, a a bit of a a better game than what you would have thought a few weeks ago. Uh, Hull coming off a, a big victory over the rivals at um, at Magic Weekend. I think we've already discussed that both teams need to up the defence, and I think for that reason as well as Wigan. Uh, with the heartbreak of of two minutes left and and losing, I think they will look to to bounce back pretty quickly. Um, So with with that in mind, and I think Hull probably still need a little bit of defensive work, I'll go Wigan by 14. I'll go Wigan 18.
0: Um, Yeah. I'm also going 14. Okay.
4: We have a clean sweep. And we're all within four points of each other. Okay. Nathaniel for Yorkshire, we can buy sixteen. At least Fire for Lancashire, we can buy fourteen. Danica for the insiders, we can buy sixteen. And myself, we can buy eighteen. Okay, dokie. Next up, Castleford for Warrington. Oh, three one. o'clock, Saturday.
1: Sky. Tough one this isn't it?
2: Did you mm. say that was on Sky then, Bri? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: brilliant. Tough one. Um I'm gonna go Warrington. For the simple reason that I think they'll find it easier to replace Widdop than Castleford will do to replace Truman. Okay. That's the only reason I'm going for Warrington.
0: And I'm going to go Warrington 6. Um, Yeah, I think I'm also going to go Warrington and
2: Warrington by 8. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the, the same boat. I've gone Warrington by 12.
4: Another clean sweep, and before Bobby, we were all within two points. Nathaniel for Yorkshire, Warrington by six. Elusweyer, Lancashire, Warrington fan, Warrington by eight. Danica for the Insiders, also Warrington by eight. And myself, also Warrington by eight.
1: Mm. That means Castle are going to win, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Warrington, we've all Warrington, wrong. If
4: Warrington by, win by eight points, four of us are going to spot up.
1: Yeah. You'll never fit that in one tweet, Brian. Right?
4: <laughs> I know. It me a week. <laughs> Next up, Toulouse the Leeds. Now, at seven o'clock on Saturday, due to the heat
0: wave. Oh, yeah, they put it back, haven't they, a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see how both teams deal with that. Uh, but, you know, talking earlier, um, it's, it's hard not to fall into this. I wouldn't say it was a trap, but can't help but feel the, the Leeds might have actually turned a corner this time. Um, so I'm going to say Leeds by 16.
2: I've actually gone the other way as I uh, have seen that Leeds have no pack. They've got no prop forwards. They're all out with injury with no in either. And I think if you can't rotate that in the heat of, of not only France, but in the heat wave as well, I think they'll struggle so I've actually gone to lose by 8 interesting
1: I think they've turned a the corner as well though ever so slightly I think if we were playing anybody else I'm not quite sure I'd go for them again mm. but I'm going to go Leeds 12
4: Nathaniel yeah. for Yorkshire Leeds by 12 Alishwire for Lancashire Leeds by 24 Danica Pern former Leeds player Leeds by 24 I'm sorry Bob I've gone to
2: lose by eight. There you go. Well, yeah,
0: There's uh, that much distance between you, so it do not really matter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to lose by six. <laughs> <laughs> You're
4: getting binoculars, Callum.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind the gap. What you doing, Bob? I can't see yet. Can't yeah. hear yet. You don't stop there, Bob. Hello? Don't get on the train. Mind the gap. Everything like that. Come on, throw it at me.
1: Would stab,
4: yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, next game. Okay, for Wakefield. The alarm clocks three o'clock
2: on Sunday. I just, I don't see Wakefield winning a game for quite a few weeks, and I think it starts here. Um, I think they're relying on a lot of. I think they're going to rely on Toulouse keep losing until they can just try and maybe get ahead but I don't see it happening I think they're gonna they're gonna slip and Hulk I will look to, to come back and we've already said they've they've got a great fan base down there and I think in front of a home crowd um, coming off that magic weekend uh, I know they lost so I think they'll they'll get back on the horse quite quickly I'm gonna go Hulk by 14 I agree tough times for Wakefield ahead of Um Hulk I by 20
0: yeah, whole uh, KR by
4: eighteen. We have a clean sheet. I thank Yorkshire, Whole KR by six. Least wire for wife Whole KR by eight. Danica for the insiders. Whole KR by eight. And myself, I agree with these boys. The fact that they had four tries this round as well shows mm. that there's some of the attacking plays that Danny Maggs has got them playing is pretty work, pretty good. And despite the injuries, I've gone whole KR by ten. And lastly... One more game. Yeah, we have Salford, the Catalans, three o'clock on Sunday.
1: This is a really tough one. Mm. This is a really tough one. And I'm so tempted to go Salford. Um,
0: you ain't got the bottle.
1: Stop trying to, stop trying to, like, <laughs> stop trying to, like, force me into it, just to prove a point. I'm not
0: trying to do anything.
1: No, I, I think... It's supposed to be a heatwave as well, which could which could help Catalan because they're used to hotter weather in the south of France as well. Mm. Um, they'll want to get back to winning ways, but it was a shocking defeat, wasn't it? Um, uh, Catalan eight, <laughs> and I and I almost went sol for day, and if it is, I'm going to be pretty annoyed now.
0: Okay, I I think Catalan will bounce back uh, quite immediately uh, Salford struggling for players and injuries and what not I think we'll, we'll come into it I'm going to say Catalan by 14
2: yeah I, I, I agree Catalan by 12
4: Nathaniel for Yorkshire Catalan by 8 A loose wire for Lancashire Catalan by 20 Danica for the insiders Catalan by 16 guess what boys I've got the balls <laughs> Salford by A Yes, Brian, I love it well Excellent. Done, I just, I just think they're a different animal at home yeah. And with the injuries The Catalan have picked up And the fact that they have to travel home And it depends what day They're going to travel back Travel yeah. back over here Yeah, good point just, there's, just a, there's just something That, as you say, Andy There's something about it That makes you want to say Salford
1: yeah, there's, and also
4: and also, Will I just up that I said Salford as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's three really tough games there to predict. Toulouse leads, Castleford, Warrington, Salford, Catalans. Yeah,
0: I think. Yeah, anyway, I think they're quite tough. quite tough. And you
1: and you could pro- you could possibly throw Saints and Huddersfield into that as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's tricky, tricky couple of weeks. Yeah, on the prediction league, but mm-hmm. that just about wraps us up for this week I think so uh, if you've stayed with us all this time thank you very much Um, once again thanks to Brian for doing the Predictions League and uh, just one more thank you to Revolutionary Rugby League for the uh, Magic Weekend revamp idea Um, go and check his thread out on, on Twitter anyway if you've not already seen it so thanks again um, wherever you are going watching your rugby league this week stay safe and enjoy but from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast it's goodbye bye, bye. bye.